Hey guys, and lady guys, we're a podcast party and we're back again for episode 10. I'm Michael, this is Natalie. <laughs> yep. I'm not Michael. Then John. I am here. And Henry. Skeleton crew. <laughs> Sadly, we are minus a Logan tonight, but he'll be back hopefully next episode. Uh, he's out there moving and shaking in the world. Why not? Why not? He could just be lying down. We don't know. We don't or might have just duct taped his mouth shut. So he could be here and you don't know. Definitely not on a date, though. No, he wouldn't do that to us. You know, duct tape's a really bad way to keep a mouth shut. Like, people can just, like, like open their mouths, like, when the duct And also, we, uh, our special guest tonight is you, listener. So there'll be moments throughout the podcast when you feel like responding, just shout out, respond, and I'm sure it'll fit in. Yeah. If, so if we say something that you don't agree with, you just you just scream, and then then you tell people around you that it's all right. And that's right. what you meant to do. In your cubicle, in your car, in your workout, you know, wherever you are, scream out. Let yourself be heard. Now. Let's get into this episode. As you know, we have always been doing themes in our episodes. And our theme last last week was rocks. This week, our theme is colors. Ooh. What are they? What do they mean? Do they exist? Are they merely a construct? Construct? Construct of our You're so distracted, Michael. <laughs> they don't exist for dogs. Well, don't dogs. I mean, not. Don't or dogs. black and white and shades of gray are those colors. Does everyone see colors the same way? Let's, let's find out in the podcast that we brought for this week's episode. That's right. We scoured the podcast verse for the most interesting color centric episodes of podcasts that we could find. We brought them in, and here goes a nothing. Oh, yeah. Colors. Where do they come from? Where, Where do, do they, go? they go? Sorry, I cut you off there. Where do they come from? Oh, Colored oh. Eyed Joe? Oh, the... I really do not appreciate you singing that song. I don't like that it song. It has a dark either. history. Wait, this are you are you being really? No, yeah. you were saying Kamajo, weren't you? That is a dark history? Yeah. What shade of dark? Uh it's a color podcast. Dark. Oh dark blue. Have you ever felt alone in a crowded room? Yes. Oh well. Sorry, that, those were lyrics to Dark Blue, a song by somebody. I'm sure. Oh, probably true. Is that uh, Millie Vanilli's Blame It on the Rain? That's a different song entirely. All right. Uh, girl, you know it's girl. So, Michael, how was your day? I had some cats fighting. What? Not like a cat fight. Like, what I, don't, color? I don't run a thing. That's not something I do. I just, I on the way here, I walked outside of my house and there were cats like... Going at it, like, fighting uh, to the left of my front porch. And I couldn't quite tell where they were. It was dark and rainy, but it was loud and, like, it, you know how, like, a, a dog or cat like, scuffle gets right on the threat of, like, physical violence. Like, it's going to get serious. Oh, like, it, was yeah. the, it was that escalation. And I was like, I couldn't see anything. So I just kind of walked over to the left of the porch and was like, hey. And they stopped and like looked at me. I found them. They were over in the neighbor's yard or whatever. And then like, uh, it was weird. They just kind of, I think they waited for me to get in my car and then they resumed their battle. Whatever was going on, it was pretty intense. You know, I had a friend who was a bouncer for a bar in Pensacola, Florida. And uh, he never really had to like bounce anyone, but he'd have to go to make sure people weren't like sleeping in the bar at night. And a couple of times he'd just find people like who fell asleep while they were having sex. And they just like poke them awake with a baseball bat and be like, "Ah, get out of here, you crazy kids!" <laughs> you scam. That's a. Uh, I mean, you just fall asleep while I, mean, I guess drunk well, sex. I, I mean, drunks are liable to do anything, including fall asleep. But are they liable though? Yes, legally. Legally, yeah. Yeah. 
guys. Um, but well, colors, though. Oh, colors! Something I've always wondered about color. Yeah? Is, let's say, we have something in the room that is green. Okay. We all agree that it's green, but do we all see it as the same green? Like those, like the, that green poster right there. Yeah. Yeah. The green poster. You've yeah. really so got to get these that, tacky Mardi Gras the... posters out of here. Well, why? I understand that you're proud of your cultural heritage, but they... I mean, it's look, like, I've had like enough of lights. I've had yeah. enough of lezang la bon temps roulette around here, if you know what I mean. Uh, but the good times be a rolling. But let's get back to the question at hand: Is that the same green that everyone else sees? No, I mean, I guess there's really no way to measure that. But I've just always kind of wondered, like, you know, if what I think is green. It's like is the same green that you guys are seeing? I mean, I just I don't know. It's like a like kids Those are eyes story green to me. Like it's a really bright green. A kids story green. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. It's, it's just a, like it's a vibrant green. Yeah, it's name vibrant. On, like, it's a I don't know. Green. Whenever I watch like Miyazaki movies or something, and you see like a green, it's like oh, that's a that's but a. Natalie, do you have synesthesia like Nabokov did? <laughs> what? What? Nabokov. He had synesthesia. He wrote Lolita. I know, I know, I know who he is. Oh, that is. Synesthesia is like where you experience the wrong sense associated with the wrong sense. So you you see a color and you taste something or something like that. He, he associated certain moods with shapes and colors. I do do that. I do do that a lot. Oh no. Well, I'm well. gonna write a story about having creepy feelings about a girl that's way too young for me. As join the club, sister. This this podcast has gone oddly sexual <laughs> so fast. I went with a simple theme: colors. And colors are very sensual. So you know, oh, it's true they can be. I think Natalie has something to say. Sorry, this isn't about colors, but this is going back to your cats. Um, it's actually difficult to tell whether cats are fighting or having sex because. Male cats, have, male cats have barbed penises, so it's, like, generally painful for female cats to have sex. So, like, it could have been, I mean, they could have been getting rowdy next to your porch. It's quite possible. I mean, right out in the open. Like, hey, guys, you know, let's find a bush somewhere or something. Oh, but like, have yeah. some decency. Yeah. I mean, They're cats! That's fair. Cats don't hey. decent. This is America. So male cats have barbed penises. They do. They do. That's and, so. uh... What is it? Ducks have corkscrews? Yeah, they have corkscrew yeah. penises. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Which, um, does that mean they sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> they rotate in? <laughs> <laughs> I've always got to wonder that. Do they, <laughs> for those of you, this is audio, I'm doing sort of a whirly motion. <laughs> does the duck rotate itself in? <laughs> the, the Actually, is that a thing? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how does that work? I bet, well, it's they both rotate. It's evolutionary <laughs> that female ducks have rotating... I guess insides because before they didn't and they kept being like I guess harassed by male ducks and so finally the female ducks like evolutionarily just adapted to the ducks. I saw a video on it. I didn't watch a video of duck sex. I just watched a video of them talking about duck sex. Life finds a way you guys. What a colorful comment. You know ducks can be very pretty colors. You know, I always wondered why certain colors were related to certain moods. Okay. Like, why it, like, they say, I think orange makes people angry. Is or that red right? is like an aggressive, like, yeah. an aggressive color. Mm-hmm. And then, Yellow is like a happy sort of color. Yeah. Blue is sort of sedate Very and kind chill. of like, you know, seems cute and kind of. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't I mean, it's weird how we sort of, where those associations come from. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Aren't aren't calmer colors higher up the the spectrum? Like it's red, orange, roy biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Like throughout the spectrum, that's in terms of intensity how colors go. That's true. Yeah. So maybe so lower the lower end. the wavelength of the light in our eyes, the angrier we get. We're like the Hulk. Could be. I think. Yeah. We're like the Hulk. We are the Hulk. Yeah. Hashtag we are the whole. Audience, if you agree with that hashtag, please shout. Hashtag we are the whole. Oh, speaking of colors. Oh, colors. <laughs> so, color 
flavors are also associated with food. Like, I mean, which which we showed earlier with the drinks or anything, yeah. but that's really true. Like, certain people, certain uh, companies will advertise their food a certain way to get you to buy it yeah. or to get you to not buy it. And it's very interesting how, like, we, like, as kids, we hate green things, right? Yeah. But as an adult, I love eating green things. Like, I love eating broccoli and green beans and all that stuff. Everything but collard greens. I hate collard greens. Okay. But, um, but... I don't know. Like, it seems a reversal. Like, when you're a kid, you like mostly, like, I don't know, uh, chicken nuggets or yellow things. uh, The the marshmallows and Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're an adult, you're kind of like unnatural colors, too. Yeah. Like, you know, blue. And, like, because you associate that with being sugary and sweet, and that'd be good. And when you're an adult, you associate it with hurting your health, I guess. (laughs) So you you, you don't really like normal, I mean, weird. Color. Colors. Yeah. So you're more attached to like earth tones. Speaking of this, do you guys remember when the uh, it was either Heinz or Hunts changed the color of their ketchup? <gasps> purple ketchup. Purple. Purple ketchup. I remember purple green. Ketchup? It was they, they did a few colors. That purple and green, I think, were, yeah. were definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Gross. Oh, weird. Yeah, they looked really gross. But they tasted normal. Like they tasted no different. But it was gross. Didn't they do a thing with like sh- when Shrek came out or something? There was like a thing with like green. Yeah, probably. Burger King. Burger King, you can get green. green. Yeah. Oh, that makes what? me think of the. You can get green ketchup at Burger gross. King. Gross. Oh. Burger King did the thing for Halloween last the year. The black was so burger dumb. or the it's green weird, yeah. burger. The black bun. Like, oh, that's like a that burnt, just, weird it bun. Weird. It's just influenced by Japan because they've been having burgers with squid ink mixed into them for years and years and years. Well, yeah, squid ink pasta is a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Does it affect the taste? Well, the apparently not. Taste? Sure. Apparently not. So it's just hey, it's black. Ooh. Yay. Yeah. Not all those sweet squid nutrients. Did you have a podcast when you were producing the food thing? No, I just, I, I sorry, I just wanted to talk about food. I just like to talk about food sometimes. Make sure we didn't, like, cut no, you off. I was no, like, I was just, I was trying to keep with the color. But, but, you know, you asking if she had a podcast reminded me, I, I have a podcast about this. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, it's called What Colors My Food? And uh, it's the host... Brings on a guest each week and blindfolds blindfolds them and gives them just a mystery plate of food. It's got a, like an assortment of foods on the plate, and uh, they have to guess by the taste what color the food is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is like you know, does taste and food are they connected? That's the big overarching question. That so, sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, and like every three episodes is okay. So I, I hope I picked one of those. So what is it called? What color is my food? It's like a game show <clears throat> podcast. So, okay. Uh, I, I suppose, uh, I mean, Michael left the room, but I guess I'll push the button for us. Go for it. All right. Uh, I hope I do this. Ra- oh, no. Oh. Hello and welcome to Can You Taste Your Food. What color is your food? Hello and welcome to What Color Is Your Food? I am Jeremiah Reginald here and and today we have I'm gonna I'm going to whisper this really quick because this way you can know and they won't know that I've put an item in there that is not food. Not food. And I will see if they can tell that this is not food. Not food. By what color it is. All right. Well, <laughs> so here we have, we have the first box. Can you, can you look at it? What, what does it look like to you? My, my name's Kyle. Uh, oh, wait, you're blindfolded. I forgot the blindfold. <laughs> uh, okay. This is only the hundredth episode. Anyway. Can I, can I feel it with my hands? Can I? Yeah. And while you're feeling it, tell us why you're here. What, what you're playing for. Uh, I, I mean, you're playing for money, but where, where's the money going to go? I'm here because I want to build an addition to my son's elementary school. I feel like the the liberal arts aren't getting the appreciation they deserve in the public school system. And I want to bring back comedy dell'arte to the public school curriculum. I want to bring back masking, miming, the clown-based arts. You know, I, I really appreciate your um, cause that you're playing for. 
I think we should give him a round of applause. Oh, thank, thank, thank you. Oh. And our one audience member, our one audience member. It's always one audience. My heart goes out to you. Thank you. All right. But you at home, I'm sure you're applauding. Anyway, uh, so what do you what do you think this is? Uh, what uh, color do you think it is? I feel s- some kind of what well, feels like breading, and it's kind of soft in the middle. So brown? Is it is it brown? Is is this brown? You are correct. It is brown. Bread from Outback Steakhouse. Oh my god, I got that it right. have smuggled into here. You know how the bread is kind of brown and it's really... I don't eat out a lot, but okay. I, well, okay. Yeah, I assume. Oh, okay. I don't really know. I don't really eat at Outback. Anyway. All right, our next food item. I'm so excited. Reach into the box. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is one's a tricky one, isn't it? This is kind of like body warm, like... Uh, it has a, a nice weight, like a like a breakfast burrito. Yes. It. Okay, what color do you think it is? It it might also have some kind of breading. So, light brown. Is it is it light light? Brown? Is that your final answer? Are you going with light brown? Are you sure? Light brown. Light brown. Light, light brown. Light brown. I'm sorry. In fact, it is orange. It is an orange. In no. fact. Pretty fuzzy one, actually. So, I think that one's been sitting in there for a little while. What kind of, what kind of operation right. gives a man a hot orange? I don't know. We just, we're tricky like that. This is why it's a game show. I'm just glad it's two out of three. All right. Well, no, yeah, it's, so we have one guess right, one wrong, and then we have our last item. Which, as you viewers at home know, it is not actually a food item. Not food. But we're going to check and see if they can tell that it is not a food item. All right. Anyway. So you got your last item. I'm I'm ready. Feel around. How's it feel? Okay. Uh, uh, what the hell? That's right. This, this feels like the air converter off of a 1977 Chevy Chevette. Is that? What, what color is it? Like a like me- metallic, like silver. Is it silver? Is that your final answer? I mean, I'm pretty you, sure. You think it's a metallic <laughs> silver? I'm fairly certain. You sure? I, yeah. <laughs> it's not a food item. You're pretty sure. It's I'm, I'm pretty sure. This you is- are correct. <laughs> Convert them to pounds. I got eleven dollars. There you go. Woo, I love it. It's always some magic here. On what color is it? What color is your food? That was fun. Yeah, you know, it's not often you hear a podcast game show. Game show. Yeah, that yeah. sounds kind of neat. You know. That we one. heard the entire episode, which was kind of fun, too. Yeah. Is there really an audience member, or is he making it up? I'm not sure. I feel like the audience member could be there in spirit. I mean, with a, fi- a, a prize budget of $5, it might just be done yeah, in somebody's basement. the whole basement. time you think it's going to be way more. It's not. Yeah. I mean, they were able to come by the converter thing for a 19 very specific yeah. part. Yeah. That's, a- that's probably worth more than five bucks, but. And a hot orange. They, they snuck in that hot orange. I mean, that was a great mystery. You can never underestimate a hot orange. It's fun that way. I'm, I'm glad I got to hear the twist. Oh. Can podcasts have a twist? Yes. I think okay. so. Haven't you ever heard of Twist and Shout? The song or the podcast? The podcast. Oh, what, what's, what's that, that podcast? About? Oh, you guys haven't heard of Twist and Shout? Never. No. Well. Not ever. I, I, I mean... Never even. It's a storytelling podcast, oh, and each episode is its own story. And the theme of the podcast is each story will have a twist, and then everybody shouts. I like it. Yeah. Twist yeah. and shout. I mean, twist and shouts. It's, it's, you know, it's wordplay. It's on the Bookworm Network. Okay. Awesome. 
Bookworm. I, I, I might have tripped that up. Bookworm Network. I love okay. the Bookworm Network. And it's yeah. just a storytelling podcast. They do, do good programming. Yeah. I'm curious to hear it. Let's try it out. Do you oh. have an episode? I happen to always carry one on me. Okay. Do you have I, a... Well, let's, let's try it out. All right. I just have to get it out of my pocket. What a fabric-y pocket you have. Here it is. He has many coats. Let me just, I'll put it here. Coat of many colors. Mm, he does not. That's blasphemous. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> what was that, passenger? I was wondering if you had any rhubarb on this vessel. On the Orient Express, we have all the rhubarb yeah, you could ever mm. want in the dining car. Ah, very good, very good, yes, 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 very good, yes, yes, yes. You seem important. Oh, no, 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 no. I use rhubarb. Ah, thanks for the rhubarb. Uh, I am mm. the food cart man. I'm just going to go eat this in my room, room number 314. 314 on the Orient Express. I will remember it. Bring you more rhubarb. He looked rich. He looked very rich. What do you think? I think he's... He's bound for more than just Tunguska, Russia. Oh. He's bound for the lustrous Orient. The lustrous Orient. Yes, China. Oh, I know what you meant by lustrous Orient. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we sorted that out. Meanwhile, on another part of the train. Mm, yes, I'm just. Walking through the halls of my rhubarb. Mm, oh, excuse me. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm, I am mm. sorry. Uh, I was just. I, I, sorry. I just thought I'd open my door and get a little bit of air. God. Even though we're confined to a train. Mmm. Bad. Mm. My my, your your brow. It is quite furrowed. Ah, I'm. And your complexion is quite. Much like a rhubarb. It is. Just <laughs> very much like a rhubarb. I find that most pleasing. Well, thank mm. you, thank you. I'm just here with my mother. We're, we're traveling. Oh, yes, another lady. Mm. Rhubarb. No more comments about her complexion. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend. I was just, I was eating a rhubarb and then that just happened to I saw how suggestive you were eating that rhubarb. It's just a rhubarb, ma'am. A rhubarb. Mother, you don't have to look at every man that way. Mm. They've got it in the dining cart. Cover your ankles, dear. I will. Well, I'll just be across the hall in room 314. Open door. Closed door. I didn't like the look at that one. I thought he was quite nice, mm. actually. He eats very well. Rhubarb. A strong man eat rhubarb. Mother, I have to marry a man soon. I'm getting to. I'm turning eighteen next month. I have to be married off. <laughs> I'm already an old maid. You could have married your second cousin, Jimmy, like I, I suggested. No, I would never marry Jimmy. Why did you bring him along anyway? He didn't need to be here. Hoy, hoy, no standing in the hallways. This is a danger. What if there's a fire on the train? People can't escape. Move, old woman, move! Stop pretending, Jimmy. All right, okay. Oh, well, Look how cute he is. Door open. Did someone say something about a fire? I don't want my rhubarb to be burned. Sir, go back. Oh, Go back in your room. Wear your the, pants. It's all right. I'm sorry. Do not listen to oh, them. Oh, door closed. Look how conscientious he is of safety for his rhubarb. Later that night. Oh, oh, hello, Hector. Yes. Uh, how are you? 
I am going to even just pushing the card down. Mother told me off again. What? Mother put me in my place again. Ah, Jimmy. Uh, How I can't stand her. I told you I'd let you pretend to work on the train for a little bit to impress your girlfriend. I know. It's not working. As it as it yeah. turns out, being on the Orient, the Orient Express for eleven and a half months at a time and not really seeing her isn't doing much for our relationship. Yeah, I found this watch. Oh, it's, it. it's most lustrous. It has a little bit of red on it. Don't pay attention. Oh. Okay. Is that like an accent? Is that what? I won't worry about it, and I'll put it in my watch pocket. I'm just gonna go push the food cart. Oh, all right. Meanwhile, inside cabin three one four. Tonight, rhubarb is very well done. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes, yes, it is. Feed me a little bit more. Oh, yes, yes, madam. Here, here. Have another bite of rhubarb. No, put it in your mouth, and then I'll grab it from your mouth. Uh, Well, that's what we're doing tonight. (laughs) Have you seen my ankles? Oh, they're quite uh, much like a rhubarb. (laughs) I heard you were going to lustrous orients. Oh, my final destination is not what you might call Tunguska, Russia. No, not indeed, no. I'm going to more illustrious China. (laughs) Rhubarb. My daughter can't find out about our love. Oh, well, then maybe you shouldn't be in here, room 314. <laughs> she might get a bit suspicious, being it's late in the night, Rubal. It's disconcerting when you laugh so much when I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the hallway of the train. <sighs> the lights! <gasps> oh no! Jimmy? Rhubarb man? Anybody? It's alright, I'll just keep going. Without... Squeak! What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> what is that? <gasps> you? What are you doing? <gasps> Later that evening again. Well, I think it's time you be going. <laughs> Maybe back to your room of not 314. Oh, oh, there's a knock on the door. Duck behind anything. <laughs> door open. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, gentlemen. Um, mm, yes. uh, uh, I don't, don't mind. I'm clearly a naked lady. Don't mind the clearly naked lady. I couldn't, I couldn't tell from Would here. Would you like a bite of this delicious I, rhubarb? I'm sorry. What? I am... A detective here. Oh, and that rhubarb's been places. I'm sorry, but there has been a murder. What? Yes. Oh no, the rhubarb was already dead when I became eating it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I need all of the guests to come into the hallway. Oh well, so we can uh, sort this out. I'm certainly one of them. Yes. Okay. Well, ma- madam, could you put on some clothes? I'll get out of my altogether and I'll all be right. out there. I'm Detective uh, Josephine. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. All right, gonna go back into the hallway now. I'm gonna follow you because that's put my cowboy hat on. You wanted Why me did to detective slap you on the butt. I think it's that's a, how just, we do it. Just how they do it. Meanwhile, in the foyer of the train, <laughs> Detective Josephine begins his investigation. So late this night because it's still this night. I noticed that the lights had went off, so I stirred, because I can't sleep with the lights off. I can only sleep with them on. And then I went on the hallway, and I found, and guard your eyes, madam, this. <laughs> yes, the food cart man, dead. Hector, no. He was the finest purveyor of rhubarb on the train. If you can tell, uh, it rhubarb. was not an accident. These are obviously clearly not. These are obviously uh, some kind of preparated stab runes. They're all cauterized, though somehow, yes. as if the implement was very hot. That's that's right, sir. What's your name, boy? My name's Jimmy, and I went to school for criminal justice. Well, Jimmy, how'd you like to be a deputy here? Deputy Jimmy, I like the sound of all that. All right, you'll help me out. All right. Okay, so seeing as 
you two and a lovely lady down the hall. I was noticing her bustle earlier and her very interesting colored ankles. Mm, I was I was noticing them earlier, and uh, you guys are the only guests here, apparently, who oh. could be connected to the murder. So, oh, so uh, there are more people on there. The are, there are. They're, okay. they're just they're just all asleep. Oh well, I was just eating some rhubarb. Oh wait, there is one more guest. <gasps> yes. That's surprising. Where's uh, my lovely daughter? I had to. She was such a fright, madam. I had to put her down. You know. Oh wait, here she is. is. Oh, mother, I'm. I was just. It was so. It was so frightening. Madam, it's all right. You'll be okay. Uh, did you eat some of that uh, broccoli I gave you? I ate some of the cauliflower, actually. Ma'am, I'm a deputy. Get a hold of yourself. Oh, Jimmy, why would you slap me like that? That was Detective, detective. Oh, my goodness. Detective, oh. ask, use some of your common words and ask my daughter some questions. She'll answer. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, Miss, uh, what is your name? I, I am... I, 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 I can't remember at the moment. I'm just so flabbergasted. It's all right. It doesn't matter. I'm Detective Josephine, and uh, I will ask you some questions. Where were you uh, ten minutes ago? Oh, my goodness. The, the food cart man's still alive. What's he trying to say? you hear what he's saying, daughter? I, I can't. Uh, I don't really want to get close to him. It's all right. I'll get close to him, man. <laughs> Speak up, son. What you saying? Jimmy, uh, you deputy Jenny, Jimmy, you knew this guy. I, I did. You talked to him. You coaxed he, him. He was my he was my greatest friend. Let me listen to his dying words. <laughs> Wait. No. He, he said... He said, this isn't a train at all. This is a complicated VR simulation, and we're in the future! fun yeah the twist is pretty uh it came out of nowhere yeah, yeah. it usually did not does. expect that it usually does like they, they set you up for one twist and then they hit you with another yeah like i feel like they had all these leads like all these things leading to other potential twists and then the twist just came out of nowhere yeah because like, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like the daughter was the killer because they yeah. were you know that was who she said and i thought that but no that you know i really thought it was going to be that the daughter the detective and the food cart guy were all the same person <laughs> They oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is, they oh, be that that's, cheap. That's, that's you know, right. Don't be silly. It's been done. It's been done. Yeah. I'm just a dummy. Good one, Henry. Thanks. No, you're not a dummy. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Speaking of which, um, there's a podcast I, I brought with me tonight that I thought you guys might enjoy. It's called uh, Blind Candy. And it's all about um, what food tastes like if you can't see it. <clears throat> it's time again for Blind Candy! Yes, the show where we... Cover your eyes and tickle your taste buds. It's Blind Candy. Today on the show, we've got an elementary school teacher. Her name is Rosie Jones. Hi. Hi, Rosie. And what do you do for a living? I'm an elementary school teacher. You just got Ah, you're right. I'm very meek. So are you ready to be blinded by the light? Okay. Well, it's actually just a blindfold. I was just doing a reference. <laughs> oh! Another runner in the night, that's another right. Another runner in the night, another runner, yeah. Alright, here Texas goes... Yeah, here goes the blindfold. So today, you know, we've done food to death. And we cleared this with Rosie, you know, before we blindfolded her, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to be tasting different types of geological features. Geological features. And seeing if you can tell the difference. So don't forget that word bank we gave you before the show started. Okay. All right, here's your first one. I'm going to put it in your hands. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to put it in your mouth. That would be a little legal, has warned me. <laughs> I thought Can't... this was like a Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no, no. Is that still topical? Yeah, you know, it was going to be, but then legal stepped in. And they're like, not with the not with the girls. So, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm going to try it. All right, here you go. She's putting it in her mouth, swirling it around, it sounds like. All right. That's a rock! You got it right! It's just a rock! Yeah. No, what did it taste like, though? It tasted... Oh! It tasted like a rock? Oh, well, I'm, it I... It tasted... Um... You know when you take a multivitamin and you let it sit in your mouth too long and it melts a little bit? That's kind of what it tasted like. Well, that's interesting, because there's surely a lot of minerals in rocks. Or is rock a mineral? Don't care. Your next one. Uh, you can just hold on to that wet rock. Okay. And uh, he, it, hold out your other hand. I'm ready. And here is the second geological feature. Okay. Now, now take your time with this one. We want to know. You know, maybe. So, what other? What What are your other senses doing now that you can't see? My hand tells me it's heavy. Oh yes, it is. My ears say it is silent. You sure about that? No, I was just kidding. Of course, it's a geological feature. <laughs> I was gonna say I could hear the ocean, but I think that's just the blood rushing through my ear canals. That's just me. That's just oh. me. <laughs> Pulling a little prank, <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Ro. It also has no smell. Uh, well, all right. So there's only one last sense to taste. I guess there is. And that's taste. I was trying to combine oh. the words. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> the geode! Maybe put a geode in my mouth! That was fast. Have you tasted a geode before, Rosie? It's full of little crystals. Uh, How was I not supposed to know it's a geode? I'm an elementary school teacher. I see this shit show and tell every day. Uh, well, uh, you, all right. Every kid right. has a geode. Okay. Oh, there's no reason to get upset. We have one last, one last, in this segment, we've got one last uh, taste. To, no, you hold, hold on to him. Hold on to him. I will, I will do this. <laughs> uh, transfer the other wet rock and, there you go. Okay. You're a teacher. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, okay, here's here's the last for this segment. All right. You could say it might be segmentary. <laughs> That's a little ge geo geological joke. Sedimentary rocks. Se I don't have to explain this. You guys are smart. Okay. Do you want me to do the like the whole? Thomas Why don't you just pop that straight in your mouth? Start with color. What color does that taste like? Brown. Brown. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> oh. A bunch of little rocks. <laughs> Just a bunch of little rocks. <laughs> you got it. You're three for three. That hasn't happened in at least a month. <laughs> You know what? We're gonna send you home with a complimentary blindfold. Oh. The one you're wearing. You oh. can take that home. Oh no! <laughs> Where's my car? Keep, keep the rocks. Okay. Bye, Candy. Bye, Th thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. We've got one more guest on the show. And unless somebody pulls the plug on us, we're gonna do that next. Alright, our next guest is... He's a geologist professor. All the way from New Jersey. What's your name, Mr. Professor? Hello to you. I am Jorgen. All right, Jorgen. We love you people here. And by you people, I mean human beings. No response? That's... I sure hope that is true. That's... I am human being. Okay. Your category for the... Uh, you shake your hand? You shake hand, yes. Get All right. You're gonna be tasting. What for do I taste? 
Now, stick with me. You seem like an adventurous type, am I right? Jorgen craves thrills. And we're a no-holds-bar type of podcast. Are we wrestling? No. You're going to be tasting the hands of our staff. And you're going to guess which hand belongs to which staff member. Okay. That was was just a lot of fun. You liked it? That was a a good, solid, wholesome podcast. You know, I really think, like, he sets it up like a blindfold thing, but whatever they say, I think he's going to say the right, because he wants to be wrong. That's true. And, I mean, making him eat rocks, and then making them also be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, dick move. Dick move. But he didn't do it, so... That didn't happen. Anti-dick move. I hope your organ's okay. Who? Organ. Who's your organ? I kind of tuned out halfway through. Was there? I the teacher found her car. To be fair, yeah. the fate of both contestants is... <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I didn't make the podcast. It just, it, it's, it's, it's a thing where, like, you know, anything goes. It's a reality podcast, kind of like Survivor or Fear Factor or something like that, mm-hmm. where they just, you know, they're not responsible. They've got a team of lawyers, like you said, you know. That guy might have died, and then it, but they... But they, they what? But they what, Michael? I'm hanging on your every word. But they can can skirt around it. Yeah. Know, legalese and, and legal loopholes and so forth and such on. So on and so forth. Such wise and so self mouth. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, this seems like if you have enough lawyers, you can pretty much do anything. It's over true. a podcast. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a snuff podcast. I'll, I, I can admit that. People die. When they are don't we gonna kill get... them on purpose, but they do die. And... When are we going to get lawyers? Nice. Good ratings. <laughs> we did kill Logan. Oh, wait. No, he was just on a date. He was on a date. He was on a date. He was on a date. No, he couldn't get a date. He couldn't get a date. He's somewhere else. Where's Logan? We joked. On a date. Why did you do this to us, Michael? There's a podcast, actually, speaking of comics, um, that I don't know if you've heard of this one, Natalie, but I think you'd really dig it. Oh, cool. It's actually, it's a com- it's a, it's a podcast, um, it's these, uh, these, uh, these people that get, they, they put this podcast together, they're just big fans of comics, they're, you know, uh, they love the comic book world and the different universes and all this stuff, and they, they know a lot about it, and they, uh, they do podcasts that are about obscure comics that a lot of people haven't heard of. And, uh, you know, obscure superheroes, obscure uh, plot lines, obscure stories, obscure artists, whatever. And it's just all this uh, really off-the-beaten-path uh, comic knowledge. It's really interesting. Uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, I'll give you guys a taste of it if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Hey there, listeners. It's uh, episode 25, and uh, I'm Trisha. And I'm Terry. And this is our podcast about obscure comics. Mm-hmm. And today, actually, we're going to talk a little bit about color in our uh, episode. So I see that you brought a comic with you, Terry. I did. I brought um, the first issue of Blue Beetle. Nice. Now, this is before Booster Gold was a thing. So I was going to mention Booster Gold, actually. So the comics there. were better once Booster Gold was involved. Oh, indeed. It was more indeed. of a dynamic. They're actually, they brought him back. So. Really? Yeah. He I has didn't a even know they now. still made Blue Beetle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he's back in there. It, it, they sort of uh, introduced him in a really wayward way. but Okay. Yeah. So what does the blue and Blue Beetle represent, do you think? Now, this episode, we're talking about colors, what they mean, mood. If you've ever seen the movie The Boy in the Red Balloon, the comic book adaptation is, is really good as well. I didn't know there was a comic book adaptation. Of there movie. is. Huh. It's only published in uh, Korea. Hmm. Yep, that's a thing that I know. Well, so do you want to talk about what the uh, blue means? In, in Blue Beetle? Yeah. Uh, Since gladly. you brought it, you can go ahead. 
I believe that the blue represents um, oppression and repressed homosexuality. You know, I always, I always thought that with him. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was uh, the case. You know, with that, with that suit. You know, you look at it and you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like every time you see, like, you see superheroes and you're like, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a. I feel, I feel a similar vibe with Animal Man actually, because if you notice, his suit is also this like dark blue kind of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. uh he, but I mean, he is a family man, though. I mean, he's obviously uh, a very straight family man because he has the whole subplot with his daughter being part of the Red as well. Mm-hmm. Which, as we know, is the Red is part of like the Animalia sort of yeah, universe. The, the oppressive forces against the repressed homosexuality. Sure. Um, oh, you know, when colors. you said Animal Man, I thought you meant uh, uh, Craven the Hunter. Oh no! His costume has no legs, like no no spandex on the legs, so you can just see his his whole legs. Interesting. Well, I brought I brought another comic actually. It's called uh, East of West, Ooh. and uh, in East of West you have several different kingdoms in it, and they all kind of are represented by a different color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, um, I want to focus right now, but the the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Actually, there's a uh, there's red mm-hmm. and there's uh, there's green and there's blue yeah. and then death is actually white, which I think is very oh, interesting okay. because he's actually his structure is sort of modeled off of a Native American sort of look in a way. Mm-hmm. That's what I interpreted from it. What are their costumes like? Well, uh, Wrath uh, was formerly. Uh, a, a man, I believe, and now in this incarnation oh, yeah. is a woman uh, oh. and uh, is sort of a uh, red coloring. Okay. And, and, and then... Uh, is it like... Like, is it like a tight outfit? Is it... It's it's kind of bulky. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, I'm trying to remember the others. Anyway, what other comic did you bring? Um... I brought an issue of one of my favorite comics. Okay. It is Nighthawk. Oh, Nighthawk. Yeah. Classic, classic, yeah. Uh, classic image. Yeah. Image uh, anti-hero. Yep. Uh, he runs around and kills criminals. Yep. Rips their hearts out. And he has, uh, he has like this silver armor on top of like this... This black, like, really skin-tight outfit over his legs and arms. Are you, are you really, you're really focusing on that, too? Oh, it's it's cool. I like it. The art's uh, really good. Rob Liefeld, he draws a lot of really muscular men. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well... You know, that's not really my thing, but I know, Terry, you're all about that. That's I mean, no, 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 look, it's fine. I, I just like the art. Sure, it's okay, we all like the art. See, you, look, I'm really into physical culture. Are you? You can't, you can't look at a, mm. at a rippling, muscular man and tell me that's not attractive. Speaking of rippling, muscular men, have you read Luther Strode? I have read Luther it's Strode. It's really, really good. It's, uh, you know, it's got, the, he, and, and what's interesting is that he's actually, he wears white as well. There's sort of this theme of heroes wearing a, a really, like, the white coloring mm. representing this uh, this hero form. Because in Luther Strode, he's, he's this, like, to give you... A visual, he's this rippling, muscular mm. dude who started out as this nerd. And uh, mm. by the by, the third volume, actually, which is what I'm reading right now, it's not finished. It, he's like a huge, huge dude. Oh. But oh. all his villains oh. tend to either be dark blue, gray, or red. Okay. So, like, it's a very... Except for the first one, which has, like, a pink bow tie. Like a, a pink bow tie yeah. and, like, brown slacks and a brown vest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like Luther Strode a lot. The, the art's really good. I, I like the story. I like it's a, it's a very it's a very weak man who becomes a very powerful man. We had some uh, we had some letters call uh, some people wanted us to talk about certain comics. Uh, oh oh letters. Yeah, I love letters. here's a uh, here's one from uh, Stacy. She wanted us to talk about. Uh, 
Archie. Well, um, there's not Archie's not really. A, I like Archie. I mean, he's not. Could do you consider Archie like a superhero? Is he like? I mean, I think he's a he's a hero amongst his friends. I mean, uh, oh, you have you have the whole uh, contrast between Veronica and Betty. You got the blonde and the mm-hmm. the, the brunette. And I guess is she brunette. She black hair. Black hair. Yeah. But I mean, we also have the the. Like the intense sexual tension between Archie and Jughead at all times. Like, Jughead is actually vastly like, asexual. That is a misconception. Really? Yep. He really? is very, very asexual. That is canon. It is canon. He is. Man. He is incredibly asexual. He has no. All he loves is food. That mm. is. That is all he loves. I mean, I know. I know. You know. I'm sorry to disappoint you. So, I, know, okay. I know. Jughead was your favorite. It's okay. I know. You. I mean, you have that drawing underneath your bed of you hey, and Jughead. Look, I didn't... I mean, I never gave you permission to, to look at my fan art, okay? It's just fan art. It's just you, Jughead, a pizza. It's I, no I mean, time. I don't want to get into detail. Look, it's just very... He loves food. He keeps the crown on. He it's loves just, food. It's very, he know. keeps the crown on because he's the king. <laughs> uh, if you if you think so. Okay. Okay. Oh, we have another letter. You want to oh. read our other letter? You know, it's done in the Grecian style. They had an, an appreciation for the musculature mm. of the male body that mm. I don't think you're grasping. The, okay. What about the musculature of Wonder Woman. She's kind of kind of a Greek muscular body. Yeah. She's an Amazon. Yeah. Ugh, of course. Anyway, so our letter. Okay, so this is uh, this is from Charles. Okay, Charles. And um, he just wrote the words Tom from Finland. I'm gonna put. You know what? This is okay. This is a different. Oh. This is a different thing. What? Are you writing underneath another pseudonym? No. Are you writing to people as Tom from Finland? So this Finland? is a, this is our second letter. My our, uh, Are our we official, mixing up your fan mail with our This is our fan official mail? second letter okay. and this is from Gwen. Gwen. Okay. And she says, "What's so special about Action Comics number 1 anyhow?" Well, I mean, signed Gwen. If you look at the design of Superman, you got the you got the little shirt Mm-hmm. You know, in Action Comics, he has the T-shirt. That's that's the one where he's lifting the car up. Yeah, right. Okay. right. Mm. I feel like did you just go through all these and pick out the ones that talk about muscular men? I think you did. No, this no. one, this one is from Terrence. Okay, and this looks what like does, your handwriting. What does Terrence? And it to- says, "What is the significance of Ozymandias's?" Blue penis. Why well, do we need to discuss that? Well, see, I think it's important. Oh, no. Mr. Manhattan's blue penis. I'm sorry. You didn't even get the character right when you wrote this. Okay, okay. Look, I, I've i never read Watchmen. I've just looked at certain select pages. But I think... I mean, his whole body's blue. So, of course, his his penis must be blue. One must imagine. Unless you were actually wondering if Ozymandias himself had a blue penis. Because, I mean, I mean that man does look like he could have a blue penis. He could have a blue penis. He I could. mean, he is the perfect... He's he's Superman. He's the perfect man. He could have a giant blue penis. Anything's possible. Well, that's all for our show today. After I sort through these letters, we can do another episode. Terry. Hey. Um... All right, and is... uh, in in our next episode, we will actually have callers. So uh, just uh, our next episode will be great. Oh, so, okay. Uh, see, right. see you later. See you later. Read Luther Strode. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. No, Terry. Terry. No. no. Okay. Interesting podcast. You know? Yeah, they seem very knowledgeable. Yeah. Right? Um, There's a lot. I mean, I, granted, I set it up and I say it's an interesting podcast, but I, what did you guys think? Did you like it? Well, I think besides Michael's self-serving, it was actually really interesting. Mm, there's not a lot in there for me. You know, I'm not really a nerd. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I, forgot I, didn't, your hate I didn't even know half the stuff that they were talking about. Natalie and the jock over here. Um, you know, her sports talk. Yeah, I mean, you know, I only care about wrestling Rugby. Uh, well, classic combo. Other people are into something called superheroes, and What's they that? save the day. Fiction? 
They wear collars. That's what that podcast is about. You know, I think that superheroes are American mythology, if anyone wants to give me a high five on that. Thanks, Henry. You're welcome, Jono. That's that's my name. (laughs) Everywhere we high five, I call you Jono. Oh, you're right. I forgot. I forgot. Ever since that one day. Where I accidentally called him Jono, and then it just kind of <laughs> stuck. There's not really a story. <laughs> Sorry. It sounded like a setup. It did. I think it's time for another podcast. What? Ray got one? What? Podcast coming up? Another? All right. We're going into the long stretch tonight. What? You got one? I have another one, you guys. Oh, I podcast. You, I told you. Twist and shout. I told you I really like colors. Um, You're right. He said that. He so, said that. um, sorry, I didn't mean to kick you, Henry. Oh, um, I'm sorry. My spleen. My legs. Henryo. They're so oh. long. I'm so tall, you guys. I can't help it. Um, You're so tall and not into comics. I do. Such I'm a just, tall sportsman. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> uh, I, um, I have a podcast about, and it combines music and colors. Oh. It's a musical podcast with uh, where they talk about songs that have colors in the title. Oh, are you talking about Sound and Color? Yeah! I love Sound and Color. Sound and Color. It's oh. the best. I don't really want to set it up. I just want to, you know, just right. listen to it. It's sounds- Listen. It's Sound and Color. Hey, all you music freaks out there. Welcome back to another episode of Sound and Color. We're going to talk about some more songs with colors in the title. That's right, Bob. And uh, what, uh, you want to hear what song I brought in today? I would love to talk about. Start us off, as it were. Uh-huh. Get us going. Get the juices flowing. Let's hear the overture. Get as it the were. sound waves blowing. Dope. Get the beats a throwing. I've got my interest a stowing in my body. Start keeping. Not as good as it rhymes. That's you, of course. But you are the jazz magician. And I, I am just, a jazz magician. I'm just I your do. brother. The uh, neurosurgeon. Yeah. This is hey, your domain. Hey, your job's important too. Your do- what? 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 What song did you bring in for us to talk about? You want to hear? You want to hear where I start mm-hmm. out? This is what I was starting off. Here's the song I got. All right. It's a little something you might have heard of. It's the song Pink Floyd by the band Garbage Punks. Mm, I know I've heard of Pink Floyd, but. As a band, not as a song. I so know. This is... I know. That's why I brought it. I was like, whoa, people need to know about this and All talk right. about it. Let's discuss Pink Floyd, the song. All right. Well, you had me listen to it before the show. Of course, I sure did. And I sure did. You you listened to it during your neurosurgery, right? Uh, well, you know, I, ha- I had to turn it off because it was, it was a, a bit loud. <laughs> it was and risque. Mm, <laughs> oh. Yes. And, you know. And I don't use that word. Mm. You don't? You don't? You know, you, 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 those, those, those books on tape doing you a. Tell me favorite. what you thought of it. I thought it was, uh, hmm, kind of, a commonplace, if you will. Mm. Yes, very, very radio. Mm, yes. A little generic, little vanilla. Kind of punk pop. Punk pop, but not in the good way. No. Not like Hanson. Hmm. Yes, right. Hanson was. Good in your mind. I forgot. Yeah. Right. Ah, uh, well. Ah, uh, well. Hmm. Some Pink Floyd. You yes. know where it came from? You know why they called it Pink Floyd? Did they happen to listen to a lot of Pink Floyd? They named it after the band. Whoa. Pink Floyd. That's just very easy to connect those dots. It's kind of an homage. And, uh, but. Then to the why, band. Why did they scream throughout the entire thing? Because 
they fancied themselves the children from from the wall song, from, yeah. from Pink Floyd's song The Wall. Yes. And uh, the children in that song actually uh, had representation. They sang in the song. That's true. They had they had lawyers that were there with them. No, no, that's not what I. It's, it's not what I meant, Bob. Bob, I just meant the children were in the song already. They didn't need another voice and this weird uh, homage to uh, by the garbage pale kids. What was this? The garbage punk. Garbage punks. Garbage punks. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why don't we talk about some, uh, what, what I brought in? Why don't we change gears? Okay. Well, I brought in a little, uh, a little, maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he's called, uh, Mozart. Oh. And, uh, his Blue Overture. Blue Overture. No, no, just Blue. Blue Overture. Not Blue Overture. No. I listened to it faster, so I called it Blue Overture. Mm, well, mm, it's it's you gotta listen to it in its time signature. I sped it up and I played it over top of Pink Floyd by Garbage Punks. And uh, what was your your stunning revelation from that? I felt that it was commonplace. Ah, oh, well, it's, you're just now you're just mimicking me. I'm just kidding. I didn't think it was commonplace. I thought it was magnificent. Beautiful. Are you being honest or are you pulling my tibia? It's a part of the leg. Is that a brain bone? part of the leg. No, I know all the bones. I just don't know the brain bones. But of course there are no... You don't know the brain bones? There are no brain bones! You're a neurosurgeon. You don't know the brain bones? The skull is a brain bone, I suppose. Bob? Agree to disagree. Bob. Bob. Mom's worried. You haven't called. I didn't want to do this, but, you know, she calls me every day just to check up on you because she knows we do this podcast. She refuses to listen to it, by the way. Did she listen to Pink Floyd by Garbage Bunks? No! How could she? This is the episode- what- What about the Blovager? No, we haven't released the episode. She wouldn't know to listen to it, and she doesn't listen to the podcast because she doesn't want to hear you just hear you tear yourself apart each each episode. I have to get real and raw with my art. You have to go to rehab. You got to get your life back together. Call your wife. Do you have 40 bucks I could borrow? <laughs> Bob. Bob, of course I do because I'm successful. But no, not for you. Meth only costs 35 Stand on your own feet, young lad. I can get a four for four That's from That's what Wendy's. father told us. He told us to stand on our own feet. Stand on all fours. That's what he told the dog. You're not a dog, Bob. You're not a dog. Diamond dogs. Diamonds in color. Diamonds all the colors. Depending on where you are. You're referring to as a prison, Bob, and Pink Floyd featured that in one of their albums. I've never been to prison. (laughs) But you have, and that's why we're we're so worried about you, Bob. You don't need to be worried about me. Alright, let's just... I'm transcending. You're right. I won't worry about you. How about... 40 bucks, though? The third song on the agenda that you sent me was Paint With All the Colors of the Wind. Mm. It's a Pocahontas song from Disney. We watched it together while Mom cradled us in her arms. She did, next to her bosoms. That is not incorrect. So, yes. She cared for us, and this is how you repay her. I wonder if she's got 40 bucks. You want to make painting, me? painting with all the colors of the wind, you know, diamond. The color that's probably in the wind. Ah, uh, but I haven't. We haven't fought in a long time using our fists, but. You may just pull this out of me yet. I want to smack you. One fist, two fist, red fist, blue fist. Bob! I'm going to level with you, Dr. Jin and Seuss. It's the last episode I'm doing with you, Bob. This is it. I'm pulling the plug. This episode costs 40 bucks. 
be on. You know what? Fine. Here. Here's 40 bucks. Strawberry wine. Still. Strawberry is a color. Rose colored glasses. What are we doing? You just said. <laughs> oh, that was great. I, um. Thanks for yeah. that, Natalie. That was yeah. Cool yeah. Podcast. That's my favorite one. It went places for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's some real uh, meat to those uh, bones. Some deep issues those guys have. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's very interesting because, like, they do stay on topic for the most part, but then when they deviate, it's great. It's, I almost wish they had their own show. Mm-hmm. Like, like show show. Like, they had a TV show or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. I'd watch that. Because like here's their picture. Oh, wow. they don't look bad for podcast they're people. They're so attractive. Right? Seriously. Yeah. They're really I expected handsome. the host to be all gaunt and gray looking. He's, he's kind of like Jared Leto looking. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Gaunt in an attractive way. Hmm. As they say. We say that. Gorgeously gaunt. Like Christian said. Yeah. Or Mark Hamill. Or no, Corey mm, no, not Mark Hamill, sorry. <laughs> or Corey <laughs> Hamill. Oh, wait, no. The Lost Boys was about vampires, right? Right. It sure was. Nope. <laughs> okay. It was. That's our, out- that's our outro. No. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that wraps this episode of Podcast Party Up. Uh, wraps up this episode. I don't know. We'll put the preposition wherever the fuck I want to. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and being here, uh, with us. Thank you, special guest audience. And, uh, thank you, Natalie. Thank you, John. Thank you, Henry. You're welcome, Skeleton Crew. No, we're not doing that. Fuck. Sorry. Good night, everybody. Like us on Facebook, no. Subscribe on iTunes. 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 Hardy Action Theater, Podcast Party, Hardy Action Theater. Oh, yeah. Purple ketchup.